Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Hassan. And I'm Derek. Derek, what's up, man? How's it going? How's your it's week? It's going. Yeah. It was good. Uh, yeah, I had a pretty busy weekend. Just running around doing a bunch of errand stuff. Uh, we're going out of town this weekend. It's coming weekend, so uh, had a bunch of stuff to wrap up. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, pretty standard. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I've had a good week too. It's even though it's been way too hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been super hot. For uh, me, I will say it hasn't been so much the heat level mm-hmm. as it's been the level of humidity. Oh yeah, know? it's been terrible. Because working, we have a big roll-up door, mm. you know, and it's just open to the outside, so you're just sweating like all the time. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Uh, Which is great. Makes people want to drink more. Yeah. When they have a sweaty, gross bartender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know, been... I'm honestly debating as the heat kicks up, I'm going to just shut the roll cage and just run the AC. I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to be this like gross, you know, welcoming people while there's like beads pouring down my face. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been gross. The weather last couple of days has been super hot and humid and Real just, ah, uh, it's the worst. But, uh, uh, we persist, and we are here to do this uh, wonderful podcast and talk mm-hmm. about some movie news. Um, sure. Shall we? Oh, I, su- I should say, uh-huh. the big thing that's been going on in my life, my normal day-to-day hasn't been very exciting, mm-hmm. but my Dungeons & Dragons game, um, <clears throat> let's just say my character made a decision recently that has a lot of people angry, and uh, the DMs are all very happy because there's just drama now. <laughs> that they can play with and exploit. Oh man, what so, uh, what decision oh, did fun. your character make? <clears throat> I decided to follow to basically try and become, and as of this last week, I became the champion of the dark god Yadnus, who is the god of uh, <clears throat> let's see, treachery, deceit, lies, shadow, and uh, pain. Mm, of course. Oh, yes, because, you know, I wasn't going to, but this just kind of, I've been yes-anding the decision or the opportunities that have been presented to me, and this is just where we ended up, and I'm, I don't hate it. I'm having a really fun time. <laughs> um, so because of that, uh, all of the good characters, so I'm trying to create a space, and I've let the DMs know that I'm trying to create a space in the game where the bad people can congregate, because, let's face it, the army that we're playing, the campaign that we're playing, we need it. We need a group of people, like the Suicide Squad, that you can just... Send out, and if they get caught, be like, oh, what, who? We don't know them. Yeah. Okay. They were trying to do what now? Blow up your palace? Oh, yeah, we don't know them. Yeah. We wouldn't have hated it, though. Would not have hated it, on the record. <laughs> so I've just, my character's kind of been playing my character, kind of like, we need this and everything, and truthfully, it's been fine because it's it's fun because all the people that kind of want to play a little bit more aggressively and with mm-hmm. their with their character builds and stuff are starting to kind of come out and be like, hey, so like this Yadnus thing. And I'm like, oh, would you like to hear take a moment to talk about my Lord and Savior Yadnus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's fun, dude. So it's kind of this fun. I have yeah, things are happening and it's giving the DM some um excuse <clears throat> me. Some uh Stuff to work with as people freak out. And when I say people are freaking out, I mean that there are certain individuals, and I am not bagging against them because I also do play the fantasy game known as, known as Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. But there are certain people on Discord that I will say take the game a little too seriously. Mm-hmm. 
and it it is fun sometimes the players in character will write in character conversations back and forth and it'll it helps our player status and stuff like that there's a whole thing to mm-hmm. it but there are some people that um let's say Yeah, they take it too seriously, and they don't really ever leave character. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's more of a defense mechanism against the world, or maybe they're just super into it, and they want to just live the red, like a, a, a LARPing experience 24-7, which I'm like, look, <clears throat> as long as you're not hurting anybody, mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, but I will say, I have gotten some messages and some had some conversations or some things said to me by some players that I'm like, you realize this is a game, right? <laughs> like it's just dice and uh table and improv and math that's literally all it is like it relax it's jesus yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. but all the all the fun people that like to that, that are a little on the on the inside that are like play every week and all that kind of stuff the people that i see all the time they're not like that they're very much just like they love what's happening because everybody's in a tizzy and people are making decisions now that other players are unhappy about. It's just a whole, it's a whole thing. It's so much fun. I love stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pot stirring is, uh, I'm sure, a very uh, fun <clears throat> part of d and I've never played, but uh, yeah, I'm sure doing we, that is fun. <laughs> I will. Let's do this. Before the end of the year, I'll come up for a day and we'll play. Sure, Get that'd people, be fun. Group people together. I'll run it, like I said, I'll run it like loose and goosey. Mm-hmm. Just p- focus more on fun and kind of, you know, getting the rules down slightly as opposed to being like, here's how you play it. So. Yeah, sure. No, that sounds great. Yeah. I'd be super down for that. Sweet. We'll we'll line it up. I'll make this happen. Cool. All right. We'll Should we uh, jump right. into some news? <clears throat> Let's do it. All right. We got the DMs open. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, do you want to bookend it? Sure. Cool. That seems to be a pretty good uh, system. Um, uh, I guess we'll start with this. The Roadhouse remake starring Jake Gyllenhaal uh, gets Mm -hmm. an R rating for violence. And Conor McGregor. Yeah, excuse me. And Conor McGregor. Yeah, you know, major movie star Conor McGregor. (laughs) Yeah. Is getting uh, an R rating for violence throughout. Yes, it is. Good. It should. Yeah. I don't want a PG-13 Roadhouse. I want to see... Because there's a character in the movie, well, there's a whole thing in the movie where, like, <clears throat> I haven't seen it in a few years, but um, I believe Patrick Swayze can rip guys' throats out. Mm. Dalton, so the character Jake Gyllenhaal's playing, Dalton, like, his, like, movies, and, like, there's one thing, the reason why he, like, left his job or whatever, and now he's, like, a roving, you know, cooler that just goes from town to town romancing women and living his life. <laughs> um he uh, yeah got into a bar fight and ripped a dude's throat out. I think nice. And so that's where everybody's like, "Oh, Dalton, <laughs> Roadhouse." <laughs> uh, Here's what I'm gonna say: Roadhouse is great. Mm-hmm. The new remake is gonna probably be fun and mm-hmm. fine, mm-hmm. but it will never be Patrick Swayze. And Sam Elliott in Wrangler jeans and cowboy boots beating the piss out of a room of guys. Yeah. It'll never be that. Hey, Dalton. It's just like, oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I'll see this. Uh, I think, it, yeah, it, what worries me is that, like, there's a, le- there's a level of, like, 80s-ness to Roadhouse that, like, 
if this movie doesn't have is I'm probably going to miss that element of it. Um, yes. Well, if they try to do it modern day, yeah. I will be disappointed mm-hmm. because there's no way you can exist off the grid anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. If you're if you were born, if you're a millennial, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Boomers, sure. S- certain birth certificates have been misplaced. Um, people have lived off the grid with the boomer generation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The drifters were still a thing in the 70s and 80s So, mm-hmm. like, and 90s. So, like, you know, that's a thing. But I think if you're, if you're a millennial, there's no living off the grid. Um, unless you're born in a militant camp somewhere up in the mountains of Montana. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then I'm pretty sure you can't live off the grid. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, that's what makes it work is the 80s-ness of it because there's that whole small town controlled by a rich guy, which is starting to become true again. Mm-hmm. But for a while, that wasn't true, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that it rings very, you're right, it rings very 80s and I hope they stick with that kind of mm-hmm. thing. I hope they set it in the 80s. Neon would be nice. That'd be great. Get okay. some classic cars out there. All right. What else you got? Uh, right after we hung up on the recording last night, uh, or yes, last week, uh, I got the news that Bob Barker had passed. Yeah. R.I.P. Legendary game show host Bob Barker, 99. 99 years old. That's, that's good innings. Uh, it's not a bad, not a bad life uh, at all. Nope. Nope. Did you know that he was only married once? I did not know that. He got married, said it was the love of his life, and then never got married again. Mm. Interesting. He had a long-time girlfriend for a while. Girlfriends for a while. I think one, two, maybe three. I was looking it up the other day. Mm. Um, yeah, Bob Barker. So good. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> in some other news real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, just on the video game front, we'll, we'll do two smashes real quick in a row. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 is giving player freedom. They're giving a sandbox open world feature to the game. Mm-hmm. Meaning that missions will just be around as you run into them, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of a cool, fun sort of addition to the game. Yeah, no, um, like it'd be fun to just run around and then hit it and be like, "Quick, help me! I need you to like blow up this like you know, or clear out this like bunker." Be like, "Oh, okay, we can do that real quick." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With like major missions throughout, I think that'll be fun. Little side quests to the game, I think, will be fun. Mm-hmm. That way, you can spread out the campaign, which is also an interesting way to do a first-person shooter too. Yes, it is a very interesting way to do a first-person shooter, and I think that's a good way to expand on Call of Duty and 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 give us something new besides just more maps. You know what I mean? Right. And I think, <laughs> yes, of course. And I think what it'll do too is it'll open it up to people that like games like Far Cry, mm-hmm. you know, that have that first-person sandbox kind mm-hmm. of experience. Um, it'll open up people like that because I think I would really enjoy playing a, a fir- like an open world first person like because I can just listen to a podcast even if I'm not playing with friends I can just listen to a podcast roam around find a base with a bunch of dudes kill them mm-hmm. like steal a jeep go you know what I mean like just cause mayhem and chaos <laughs> yeah exactly um, as I am wont to do in these sort of situations yeah. um, <laughs> as my D&D group can attest uh, <laughs> anyway uh, so there's that um, the other one that is just sort of the it's just a story that I'm following and not out of spite because I'm just interested to see just how far he's willing to go on this mm-hmm. is um, Zachary Levi has said is at Fan Expo recently too this is off the heels of uh, him saying he wants to be Flynn Rider in the uh, uh 
<clears throat> Tangled remake, uh, he, uh, what did he say? Specifically, I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, he wants to see Shazam team up with Nathan, Nathan Fillion's Guy Gardner mm. in James Gunn's AC, DCU. And, of course, he does. I know, and it's one of those where I'm not trying to be, like, an, an asshole about it, but it's like, dude, you need to stop talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. straight up, you need to stop talking. You're grasping, you're throwing it at everything, and I'm sorry that you don't have a job right now, and that sucks, and I'm sorry that people <laughs> didn't like your superhero movies, mm-hmm. or the people that did like your superheroes really liked them, kind of like the Chuck audience on TV you had, mm-hmm. that had audiences revive that show, like, two or three times, you know? And mm-hmm. it, truthfully, I watched the whole thing. It wasn't worth it. Um <laughs> But what I was saying, it's like, dude, if you shut your mouth, just let things come to you. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to force things. Stop trying to force your way in. It's not going it, to, it'll either happen or it won't. You're not a big enough movie star to do this. Yeah. It's like he's trying you know? real hard. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He is. He's really trying. And I'm very much just like, you need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool your jets, dude. Give people time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Hundred percent, and also just face the fact that maybe you don't have a wide audience appeal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that might very well might be true. Uh, I'm not saying he doesn't. Right. I'm not saying anything against him. I'm just saying like these might be questions to start asking yourself, and maybe it's time to start being real with yourself uh-huh. as opposed to just being like, "Come on, fandom, get this, make this happen." You know? Yeah. It isn't 2008, 2009, whenever Chuck was on anymore. You can't. Like, fan movements like that don't really do anything. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't think the Zachary Levi hive is big enough for that. <laughs> no, it was back in the early 2000s. <laughs> when he was new and fresh. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm not, like, again, that's just one of those things I keep bringing up. I'm just following it just because it's interesting to see. I want to sure. see what lengths he's willing to go to mm-hmm. to try and, like... Get back into it. See, he sees the inside of an inner circle for him. Mm. Yeah, no, I think it's it. It would be. It is interesting to watch. Uh, yeah, somebody grasping at straws like that. Um, but speaking Gal Gadot of- going on or Gadot going on and being like, "Oh yeah, Wonder Woman's in the DCU." It's like, nice try. And she's yeah. like, "I know." Like, yeah. you know, can you blame me for trying? Everybody's like, "No, not really." But well done though. <laughs> and but him, he just consistently keeps any project he could have anything to do with. He's just throwing it into the void, and it's like, dude, desperation does not look good. Right? No, it's not very becoming. And you're not there yet. He's not there yet. <laughs> no, but you, but he's getting there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, moving on. Yeah, speaking of new and fresh things, uh, there's a trailer for a new Ferrari movie uh, starring Adam mm-hmm. Driver. Um, yes. This looks it's Michael Mann, right? Yeah, Michael Mann I directed so, yeah. a Michael Mann directed biopic about Ferrari and 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 the, the Ferrari cars and all that. Uh, the cast looks great. It looks like it's shot amazing. Uh, it's you know, it's you know. Uh, it's Italy. Like, what, what? What don't you love about this? Uh, it's you know what I mean. Come on, it's a bunch of cars. What do you not love about this? <laughs> it's a bunch of uh, the old you know. world. It's Europe. It's Italy. <laughs> it's for it's Adam Driver. It's Ferrari. What do you not like about this? What's not to like? Yeah, what's not to love about this? What more this? do you want from me? What else can I do? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. It modified over time. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. But yes, it looks it looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, it's a bunch of cars on the Italian countryside. Lots of pe- beautiful people and fast cars and beautiful vistas. What more do you want, man? Like, this looks great. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that for sure. 
Me too. I love a good race car movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to go see Gran Turismo. Yeah. Uh, apparently Gran Turismo, else, not terrible. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Uh, which is a surprise to me because it has all the trappings of terrible movie. But like, apparently it's not terrible. Yeah, looks good. Um, okay, what else you got? Uh, yeah, uh, Denis Villeneuve uh, uh-huh. has announced that he is going to direct Dune Part 3 based off of Dune Messiah, which is exactly what I was hoping for. So he's doing his Dune trilogy, mm-hmm. and then he's being done because, like I've said before, the books get a little weird after Dune <laughs> Messiah. Yeah, <laughs> like to the to the regular level of like you have to already kind of be a little like oh Dune to like want to read past Dune Messiah because mm. um, it's a whole weird extra hard sci-fi like you know mm-hmm. thousands of years and from now you know kind mm-hmm. of you know thing where people are clones of clones and there's a planet full of like like warrior women that like use these clones to make men and like it's it, and babies it's a whole weird it gets very strange mm-hmm. and uh the story of um it's more about like the movement and the children of um uh Paul Atreides mm-hmm. after after Dude Messiah kind of thing and i mean he's still kind of around a little bit but he's not really around and he's in his own little form it's weird so i'll just give you you know i'm just like shorthanded if you want to read it great and have a really weird time that's fine but i'm excited that he's going to adapt Dude Messiah into a third part maybe four and maybe two parts so we'll have four movies which would be very nice and then mm-hmm. be done with it and uh yeah i think that'd be a very good way to treat Dune yeah, um, I have never read any of the books, so I don't know any of what happens. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm glad to see Denis Villeneuve is going to still do these movies. Uh, I think he's, yeah. yeah, I think he is the one who has the all the vision with this series, and so I'm mm-hmm. glad that he's uh, going to see it through for a trilogy. That's exciting. Um, yeah, I'm excited for these Dune movies. I like them; they're great. They're very um, good. Get ready; it's about to get real fun. Nice. Um, Yeah, dude, part two is when all the fun stuff happens. Part one is basically the setup. Part Mm -hmm. two is like the fallout. And then part three gets like, woo! (laughs) They're fun, man. I like them a lot. It's going to be fun to see people who, and I like that it's bringing a side of literature to people who otherwise wouldn't be exposed to it. But it is one of like, I will say this, you know, the author's, you know, thoughts and and opinions notwithstanding. Mm -hmm. It is one of the greatest pieces of science fiction literature ever made. Nice. All you know right. what I mean? Like, so, you know, at least the first three books, I think. Speaking so. of uh, science fiction, um, and we, I mean, maybe we can save this, this particular thing uh, for after we finish the news. But I, I have watched um, the first three episodes of Ahsoka. I don't know if you watched that yet. I've seen the first episode. First episode? Okay, we can talk about that later. Uh, we can talk yeah, about okay, that cool. at the end of the episode uh, after Sweet. we get to the news, yeah? Yeah, because we don't have a movie this week, do no, we? No, no movie this no, week. No, we don't. Uh, but we we'll can, yeah, we can talk about the Ahsoka pilot. That'd be great. Perfect. All right. Um, She-Hulk, uh, Attorney at Law, is getting a second season, uh, reportedly. It's in the works at Marvel Studios. Obviously, they can't begin on it until the strikes are over, but uh, they are planning to do a second season of She-Hulk, which is fine. I like that show. Hopefully, uh, yeah, the second season is good. I think there's a lot you can do with the second season of that show, and uh, yeah. I will say that I hope that they take a less hard approach towards Marvel fans in this one. Because mm-hmm. last time it was very much just like, you're stupid for liking this. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no. And truthfully, I've contributed so much money over the course of my life to your company. Mm-hmm. Don't insult me, please. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I get what they're trying to do is go after the hardcore ones that like study the timelines and try to figure out how it all works because they have no life. Mm-hmm. But like, <clears throat> I'm like, you can't lump everybody that watches Marvel into that right. category. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, anyway, I'm just like, all right, cool. And then, I don't know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. The ending was not my thing. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see if they do that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see We'll see how it plays out. I mean, we still have the... There's a lot of, lot of Marvel shows that are on the slate that will affect how this show goes. I mean, the, the Daredevil mm-hmm. thing is happening. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so I'm excited to see how this all folds out. Um, and, and, get, and get, like... I don't know, man. I'm excited to get excited about Marvel again, and I know Me that sounds too. weird, but um, no, I'm right there with you. I want to be excited about Marvel again. I want to be excited about Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. DC, the yeah. changes coming at DC, I'm excited for. You know, but it's like I miss that about Marvel. It's just they they've been lost in the quagmire of what they've got too wrapped up into. We are this that I'm like, no, just mm-hmm. let. Just like stop beating everything out of it, mm-hmm. product wise. Mm-hmm. Like just let it be for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, like give us a break. We don't need something every quarter or every you yeah. know, six months. Like just relax, man. Yeah. Like that's all I want to tell Disney right now is like honestly, if you fucking relax, you'll end up you'll dip a little bit, but you'll end up making more money in the end because more people will be able to afford all of the things that you want them to be able to buy. Yeah. If you lower your prices, more people will be able to mm -hmm. afford it. Like, I get that Disney trying to be like a luxury brand, but I'm like, dude, you need to relax and Mm -hmm. give like more access to people and then you'll make more money. Yeah. I I think as a, as just a, an individual, I think these strikes are, are horrible because uh, I want writers and, and, and actors to, be paid what they're worth and considered uh, a part of the process. Uh, uh, right. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> but however, uh, as a Marvel fan, uh, there's a civil silver lining to these strikes where it's, it, it's forcing Marvel to like, take a break. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. we, we needed that. Uh, I think, uh-huh. uh, I think we needed to slow the Marvel train down a little bit because I think we were just, it, it was just oversaturated. We were seeing too much uh, all, all the time, constantly, and I think it's it's been a nice little break. Which, yeah, I mean, which and the problem with that when you move that fast and you put that much content out, mm-hmm. you water it down. Yes, everything you do, you water it down. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I think we're at this state where we're like, after Quantum Mania, I've heard lots of people. I was trying to actually out of the people I've talked to about, like figure out how many people. But anyway, it, it, yeah, whatever. I, most people that I've talked to it about are after Quantum Mania, they're done with with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like, no one I know watched Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? I barely finished it. Mm-hmm. I've only finished it because I was like, I have to, but I didn't want to finish it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, She-Hulk dipped at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everything they do just starts out kind of either, like, middling to weak and then gets worse as it goes. Mm-hmm. And I just... Yeah, the thing I would tell them is like slow down. Mm-hmm. 
really concentrate on the projects you want to do. The ones I would say if you want to get refreshing with Marvel, make your R-rated projects, build up the Midnight Suns, do a rated R Avengers movie, style Avengers style movie, mm-hmm. and then that'll kind of keep, but don't do it for the general public. Mm-hmm. Basically be like these are for adults. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to take a second, we're going to make some stuff for adults and then we'll get back to like your regularly scheduled like neighborhood Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <clears> agree. That's what I would say. Slow down, change your gear, do a different rating, do something else for a minute mm-hmm. or just space out your projects and really pour everything you have into just those like minimal projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm holding out for the Loki season 2. I think that's going to be good. I'm hoping. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh good um yeah, so I'm and and I that think came, that'll be. Did that come out this week? This oh, it is. It might be I'm soon. Look, I know it's. I'm looking it up. Let me see. I got it. I got it. I yeah, got look. It. Yeah, look that up. Loki season two. It's got to be soon. I know it's the fall. Release date twenty twenty three. Oh, October sixth. October. Okay, so we got another. Okay. We got. We a have month. a. We have a well. Yeah, we have a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I was like, "Oh my gosh, should I have been watching shows last night when I when I was sleeping?" Yeah, no, I that makes sense because I don't, I do, I wouldn't think they would want to step on Ahsoka at all. Um, no, plus the other thing too is they want to make sure that uh, it's primed and ready to mm-hmm. sell all that merch for Halloween. Yes, hundred um, percent. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, yeah, <laughs> there might be. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some. A bunch of different uh, costumes and, and stuff that will be available for Halloween in this show. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people dressed up as TVA people and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm oh, yeah. TVA for- people, Barbie <laughs> and Ken. Oh yeah, there's going to be so many Barbies and Kens. It's going to be gross. I think <laughs> what we should do, yeah, is just open season it on mm-hmm. anyone that's wearing the toxic Ken costume. You're allowed to kick him in the nuts. Yeah. Totally. Because that person did not understand the movie. No, not at all. Um, I think it would be funny yeah. if uh, if if some women decided to go as Toxic Kin. I think, I th- think that would that'd be, be hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Take it back. <laughs> go, go, ladies. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of Oppenheimers, too, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. going to be a lot those of be the Oppenheimers. Weird, those be the weird, awkward dude sitting in the corner and be like, can I borrow you for a second to have a conversation? Like, oh, God, no. Yeah. There's gonna be some Oppenheimer. How did you get into this party? Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm 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 interested to see what uh, costumes people uh, go with this year. Yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah. What else you got? All right, on my end, uh, Marvel Studios' current cut of the Marvels reportedly one hour and thirty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what my you... my ears when I hear that yeah. I I hear that is a good thing. Um, I hear it as like, <laughs> cause the last f- man, just few superhero movies in general. I just think with the exception of blue beetle, that one was a good length. I think they're, they've all been too long. The last couple, last few superhero they, yeah, movies. Quantum mania did not need to be that long. No, neither uh, did the flash. Yeah. Like, no, oh, the flash was <laughs> pointlessly long. Yeah. <laughs> Three hour flash movie. Um, yeah. It went nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I like that there's um I'm sure they have much more footage than uh than uh, an hour and a half's worth but I like that oh, it seems like they're trying to uh streamline the movie and not and not have it be too bloated which I think is a good instinct. Um, My instinct mm-hmm. and thought mm-hmm. is 
maybe with the failure of Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. they had a bunch of scroll stuff in there, mm-hmm. but they cut it all out because the people were like, this is stupid. Yeah, I could I could see them cutting scroll stuff out. I could see them uh, cutting some Kang stuff out. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. there was a lot oh, of yeah. Kang stuff in oh, this. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that was this was basically done before the Jonathan Major stuff. Yeah, happened. they so yeah. they'd had to re-add all. Oh, there probably was Kang stuff in there. There was probably a bunch of Kang oh. stuff that they're like, eh, let's not let's not be so uh, gung ho about this. Let's see uh, <laughs> let's see how this uh, plays out first. <laughs> Um, hey, how about in this in this movie about women's empowerment, we put this dude that might have possibly done the horrible thing? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to the Marvels, um, despite yep. um, my uh, 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 mis- uh, I don't know what the word is, but my uh, my my I guess my qualms with Marvel lately. I'm still looking forward to this mm-hmm. movie. Um, uh, yeah, the trailer that we've seen I think has some fun stuff in it, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, hour and a half, uh, it's breezy. That's breezy for a modern Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's why I'm a little worried. Yeah. If it's going to make sense or not. Yeah, I got you. you. Know? Um, that's where I'm at. I'm like, I hope it does, whatever. It's not, like I've said, the Marvels, the Marvel stuff with these three ladies, it's this, or however they identify, not, it's not, I'm not the target demographic. Mm-hmm. I'll go see it, but I, I know that going in, I'm probably going to be like, not as like into it, you know, just because it's not aimed at me, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but I still want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, Grand Theft Auto Six uh, is going to allow you to experience new things such as hurricanes, alligators, the cartel, and fishing. Um, what does experience the cartel mean? <laughs> I'm there will probably sounds be, very yeah, ominous. Some NPC, <laughs> some NPC driven cartel. That you could do missions mm-hmm. for or against or something, I'm sure. It could be an NPC-driven cartel that's, well, that's run by AI set with inside the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun, dude. That was the one. Okay. If they do it like this, I would love this. So you know how there's like the random, so there's like the one random like uh, biker gang in Los Santos mm-hmm. in Grand Theft Auto V that you can just go and harass in that auto yard or whatever? Mm-hmm. There should be pockets of those like around... Like the map that you can just go harass. That would be great if you had like cartel like locations and stuff that you could just blow up that will open up again. Yeah, you can like rob them and like you know all that kind of stuff. I mm. think that'd be great. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's how you experience the alligators. Yeah, is they catch you and then they throw you in the swamp. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Like I like I like to do to NPCs that annoy me in Red Dead too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Literally, um, I'll be riding along, and if someone, if I give, I have a. I have a, a rule down in San Denis. If I'm riding along and I give somebody a howdy and they don't howdy me back, I'm like, well, I just lasso them, hog tie them, take them into the swamp, like throw them to an alligator. <laughs> well, that's what you get for not saying hi. Well, that's what you get for being rude. Yeah. <laughs> Manners next time, okay? Ah! Ah! Shh! <laughs> Oh man! Uh, uh, Echo is reportedly a much worse show than Secret Invasion. Oh no! <laughs> According to viewer ins- uh, view- insider viewer Anon, Marvel's upcoming series Echo is, a- is in quote much worse state than the critically underwhelming Secret Invasion. The series has reportedly suffered many issues throughout production, with the added cons- consensus from fans that the character did not deserve a spinoff project. All episodes of Echo are set to release on November twenty ninth, twenty twenty three. I think I'm in that group. It's not that I have anything against Echo. It's that Echo as a character didn't do much for me. Mm-hmm. 
in Hawkeye. So I just I when they were like she's getting her own spinoff, I was like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. unless they're prepared to do something really cool with the character, but it doesn't seem like they are. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I think, yeah, a Marvel with these Marvel shows like they they with some of these properties they have like a real uphill battle to like get people like interested in these characters right and they haven't done a well, that's lot that's why they're niche that's why they're unheard of niche characters for a reason and only people like myself you and like other people that like tangentially know the universe yeah. are like oh yeah that person but again you go even if there's a comic book even as much as I know that Echo's in comics and all the stuff that she does if you were like oh does, does Echo need her own movie or show I'd be like no right there's not enough of a base there to get interest in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a photo of Daniel Radcliffe on uh, the set of his new show, mm-hmm. Miracle Workers, um, which I don't know what that's yes. about. Um, that is a show that does takes two different angels that are supposed to go and do a miracle on Earth. I've started it. I need to finish it. Oh, but okay. uh, essentially, it's Daniel Radcliffe and like one other person or two other people like every season. And... Um, I think it's an anthology show, too. I'm not sure. It's got a lot going on. But the first season I'm watching, Steve Buscemi plays God. Oh, that's hilarious. As this, like, very lazy kind of, like, I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore kind of God. And so they're supposed to, like, save the world kind of thing. Anyway, he's been on for, like, three seasons or something like that. Oh, uh, my buddy. Uh, oh, interesting. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. My buddy writes mm-hmm. on this show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I guess I got to guess I gotta watch this. <laughs> Well, I will pick it back up now that I know that you know somebody on the show. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Yeah, I guess I uh, guess I got to watch this show now. So, what was the thing about Daniel Radcliffe? Is he just filming his? Oh, he's film. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So he's filming that show, and there's some set photos of him being ripped that uh, have, oh, have yeah. surfaced, and. Uh, yeah, people are like, oh, buff Harry Potter. And uh, yeah, he's ripped. And you said uh, Wolverine, anyone? I and, said, yeah, yes, please. Yeah I, was like, yeah, I was like, get him a little bit more jacked up if you want to. Uh-huh. Or You don't even need to. I would be fine with this. Leave him as is, mm-hmm. bulk his muscles up, put a little bit more weight on him. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to like lightly pad the suit to give him that like Wolverine kind of like arsh like look, yeah. great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not above padding a suit. Mm-hmm. That's fine. If he doesn't want to put in the put in the effort to be miserable for seven months while he can't enjoy anything to eat that he yeah. likes. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever you got to do, pad a little bit. It's fine. But I honestly think he'd be freaking great as Wolverine. And uh, I think that we should do it. Plus, he kind of looks like Hugh Jackman when he's that ripped like that. Mm-hmm. So you could even do it as a younger version of the Hugh Jackman Wolverine that's been brought through time. Mm-hmm. If you want to. Yeah, you know, I agree. Say it with me, people. Wolverine for uh, for MCU forever. Not really. I want them to make the X-Men and introduce them in a way that makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what else you got? You got something? Oh, yeah. Oh, so Doctor Strange 2, uh, the writer of Doctor Strange 2 will no longer be writing, will no longer write Secret Wars. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael Waldron will no longer be writing both Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Uh, Waldron previously spoke to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, or wrote Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which received mixed reviews from fans. What are they talking about? It was amazing. Um, Quantumania writer Jeff Loveness also reportedly exited the project earlier this year, meaning Marvel will, will be looking for new writers to helm the Avengers sequels. Hmm. All right. I'm not sad about the Quantumania writer leaving. Mm-hmm. 
but I am sad about the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Right or leaving. That is a bummer. I like Multiverse of Madness. Um, it's a solid film. Yeah. It's one of those, it's one of those, like, like, uh, like from fresh moments in Marvel, like we've been needing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's one of those high points, those spikes where you're like, "Whoa, that was good." That gives me hope again that the next project will be good, and then it's not. Yeah. Um, speaking of projects uh, uh, that I would be hopeful about, um, FX is doing an Alien series, uh, which I didn't. Oh yeah, I didn't know about. But uh, apparently, yeah, that's been in the works for a while. Yeah, apparently they've been shooting it. Um, uh, but they have recently halted production because of the strikes. But uh, this is coming, uh, which is cool. Uh, I think Alien is is a great property to develop into a series. Uh, and FX Absolutely. is FX is great at doing like horror TV. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. It'd be great. I want it real scary. Air it after ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever watch Ten the- on the Dot? So if a kid stays up too late, you can ruin him. Like the first movie did to me <laughs> when I was eight, and it was on television. Yeah. Did you My parents watch- left to go to a neighbor's house, and they were like, all right, stay here. Like, be good. Like, you kids are fine or whatever. Because uh-huh. we were like, whatever. They're just going next door. And it was like, all right, cool. Like, they were out in the backyard. If we needed them, we could, like, run and yell across the wall. But, like, I was sitting there watching TV. I think my sisters were playing upstairs. I was like, oh, cool. It was like the late night movie. I was like, ooh, what is this? And it was Alien. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Changed me. Changed me forever. Like how I saw Terminator at too early of an age as well. And I was like, oh, I need to be scared of technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, that should be great. Um, what what you got? All right. Pedro Pascal and Chris Hemsworth are in talks to star in Crime 101, based on the novella by Dan Don Winslow. Set against the backdrop of high-level jewel heists, it is described as a crime story in the vein of Heat that Michael Mann directed in 1995, starring Val Kilmer, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Tom Sizemore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm forgetting people, but it's a great movie, and get ready. It's loud because Michael Mann, part of the sound design, mm-hmm. people talk to me, ask me about it, he wanted the firearms to sound like actual guns going going off in the movie theater like give you that like how mm-hmm. loud it is like in the middle of an actual like gunfight and stuff like that so it's great um uh yes uh so in the vein of heat it follows a detective zoning in on a cartel thief looking for one final score all right i'm into that yep i like both those guys i like heat i like anything that's in the vein of heat yep i like jewel heists just give it all to me mm-hmm. um you see the trailer for the killer I did. Did you? Yeah, looks good. Looks great. New David Fincher movie starring Michael looking, Fassbender about a. I was gonna say, uh, yeah. I was gonna say I'm looking forward to having David Fincher and doing like a what doing what David Fincher does best, you mm-hmm. know, and then also having Michael Fassbender back in something. Yeah. No, this looks great. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like a you know a small you know sort of. A uh, small, tense movie about, uh, which is what David Fincher does best, um, about a guy who is a contract killer. And this looks great. Um, it looks great. It's shot well. It's shot like a David Fincher movie. Michael Fassbender is going to be great. Uh, this looks good. Mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm all about this. <laughs> I believe Michael Fassbender as an assassin. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he has that cold German touch to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, no, it looks great, though. I can't wait to see that. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Wick director Chad Stahelski will helm the new version of The Highlander, which will star Henry Cavill. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, fine. 
um yeah chat stahelski's great uh henry cavill's great um interesting henry to see cavill the, with a sword is great yeah henry cavill with a sword is great um yeah give me give me highlander all right i'm down for that the one thing i will say that bummed me out is he was stahelski was also like i'm hoping to turn this into a franchise like no 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 no. you've already lost the war yeah. you have to focus on just the movie not making a movie that's going to make a franchise like mm-hmm. please don't do this to me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just focus on making a good one and then we'll see what happens yeah exactly we'll see what happens after that um in a big surprising move that has shocked uh, everyone in Hollywood, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio are making another movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. Again? Uh, yes. Uh, forever? Yep, forever. Because they're the only people that, that can work with each other at yeah, this point? Exactly. Um, yeah, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio will unite once again for, the, for a movie called The Wager. Um, with the pair planning to make the movie after Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, apparently it's a shipwreck movie. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, anything it about looked like that. It, uh, the Wager. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. I'll look it up yeah. right now. Maybe uh, there's like a plot summary out there somewhere. Ooh, The Wager: A Tale of Shipwreck, Mutiny, and Murder, 2023 book by David Grant. Let's oh, go here. Okay, it's, this looks like it. Um, here we go. Uh, basically, so the theme, uh, the book concentrates on the story of the HMS Wager, a square-rigged sixth-rate Royal Navy ship. None of that means anything to me. <laughs> right. It'll be a big ship. It's just a big boat. That's how I look at it. Yep. Big boat with big sails. Um, and the mutiny that took place after the ship's wreckage in 1741. 1741. Okay, so another period piece. That'll be fun. Yeah. Sounds good. I like it. Whatever. Show it to me. We haven't had a good shipwreck movie in a while. No, we have not. Tale of, uh, Voyage of the Demeter was nice because it got us back on a ship, but we haven't had a lot of like ship adventures lately. Maybe that's maybe that's the new era of history that we start exploring again. Is uh, like the seafaring era. Mm-hmm. Get like a ooh, we get it like like a naval warfare movie going. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, more ship movies. I think are are are, are on more the way. ship movies with an emphasis on history and a little dash sprinkling of piracy throughout. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. That mm-hmm. sounds perfect. Ooh, we could do the we could explore the um, the pirates of the Barbary Coast. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. They were very flamboyant. <laughs> Lots of silks and sashes and stuff because they robbed trade routes between uh, the east and the west. You know, oh. where, where they connect, you know? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm using outdated terms. It's just growing up, that's what I learned because I read a lot of old books by old people that were outdated. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so they basically, they robbed, like, the trade point nexus between stuff coming from um, Asia uh, west to Europe and stuff coming uh, east from Europe to Asia. And so in that trade route, in, like, the where the, those, those sailing routes, that's where they would, the Barbary pirates would hit. And so they were, like, all across, like, the Barbary coast of Africa and stuff. So you had a real fun mix of guys that are very, like, dressed very loudly and had a, you know, they're pretty fun. There was an entire island that they owned that was just pirate island that everybody was like, cool, yeah, we don't go over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We stay away It's from one that. of those, like, we don't go down that alley. Why? Because you will get robbed yeah. every time, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go over there? Because I like my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like having my things. And my thumbs, ironically enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wager sounds interesting. Yeah, sounds good. Um, 
Scorsese and DiCaprio, you can't really go wrong, apparently. At this point, I'm like, sure. Yeah, fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If we're going to do it again. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. uh, Looking forward to that. That's all we have in the DMs. Uh, Should we talk about Ahsoka? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. I have seen the first three episodes. You've seen the first one, so we'll talk about the first I've one. I've seen the single. Yes, just the yeah. first one. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, what what were your thoughts, expectations going in, and how did the pilot do compared to those expectations? I had no expectations going in. Actually, uh, that's a lie. My expectations going in was that it would be fine. Yeah. And the first episode is. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i not going to be one of those old people that's like, I don't want to have to have seen Rebels and Clone Wars to watch Star Wars anymore and blah, blah, blah. Like, I realize it moved on without me. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. And they didn't communicate that it was going to be a major part of Star Wars moving forward, so I didn't pay attention. So I'm in a deficit. Right. So I don't know. They're introducing these characters like I'm supposed to be like, oh, oh. But I'm like, okay, that's uh, great. <laughs> um. Moving on to, can you focus on the story, please? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think I, I just kind of went into it going, I hope it's better than the recent Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope it's good. That's all I want. I want it to be good. I want a competent story, and I want it to make sense. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's kind of where I was at. How about you? Yeah, um, I didn't really have any expectations um, other, other than, yeah, it'll probably probably be fine. Um, but I, I will say, like, going into this, I wasn't necessarily excited because I feel like we've just seen so much Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And I was like, man, I hope this isn't just, like, a watered-down, you know, oh, and also this is happening. Kind of like, you know, I feel like, um, you know, I didn't want another Boba Fett. That just feels like I don't yeah, care dude, about any Boba of this. Fett, dude, both that was such a letdown. Man. Yeah, they should have not tried to make him like the new sheriff of fucking yeah Tatooine. He should have just it's what we said earlier. Just make it a bounty of the week show. Yeah, yep, I would have liked that. But um, so going into this, I was like, I, one, I don't know anything about because uh, I didn't watch any of the animated Star Wars stuff. So I'm like, I don't know anything about yeah. these characters. I'm just gonna, um, but I think that kind of helped to um. Uh, relieve some of the sort of Star Wars exhaustion that I was feeling because I didn't know these characters. I'm like, okay, this feels a little new for me, so that's cool. Um, I will say, I think um, the pilot, both the pilot and then even more so the rest of the episodes, the first three episodes, I think have exceeded my expectations. Um, It looks great. Uh, Yeah, it does look really good. It doesn't look cheap. It doesn't look like... You know, it doesn't look like uh, we don't have budget for any visual effects. So every scene is just going to be, you know, a, a desert landscape in the, you know, in the volume. No, they're actually putting some money into this show. Uh, the uh, I would say uh, all the visual effects. I, I don't I didn't see anything that looks squirrely. Uh, everything no. looks great. Uh, I think it's well made. Um the the big thing is is kind of what you alluded to. I don't know any of these characters and there there's plenty of like. 
oh no, this character's around or oh, we got to find this character. And I'm like, I don't know any of these characters. Like, it doesn't... Like, Dewey? I'm pretty (laughs) sure you're on a planet you could find someone who has the exact same skill set. Yeah, exactly. So there is a little bit of that. It's a little bit of like, I don't really... uh, These characters don't really matter to me based on name value. But, uh, you know, I think that what they have done a good job of is establishing all these characters' relationships to each other, um, at least the ones Uh we've seen so far. And so that, you know, I care a little bit more about them now, but like the characters they keep mentioning that are off screen mean nothing to me. So that's that's the only real drawback to me is like, ah, it's relying a lot on like you knowing who these off screen characters are. And it like doesn't it doesn't really matter to me. That being said, um, I I do think the I I thought the pilot was really good. Um, uh, Yeah, let me give a brief plot thing of the first episode and we can talk about it. Um, uh, Balin Skull, um, played by, um, Ray Stevenson, RIP, um, mm-hmm. is a former Jedi now working as a mercenary and his apprentice Shin Hati assault a New Republic cruiser to rescue Morgan Elsbeth, uh, who has, who was previously captured by Ahsoka Tano. Morgan is this, um, uh, this was cool for me. Morgan is a a, a witch, uh, a sister of Dorthem or Dathomir or whatever. Yeah, which is that mm-hmm. planet from the the, the games. The um, yeah, which is the uh, what is it? The Force sensitive witch coven or something like that. Yeah, I thought that was cool that they're including uh, the sort of the the Jedi Fallen Order stuff. Uh, I think that's yeah. really cool. Um, Elsbeth informs Skull that Ahsoka is searching for Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is a character from the animated stuff. I'm guessing. Who has yes, been he's the big for... bad from uh, Rebels. Gotcha. He's the big, the blue guy with the red eyes. That so essentially, what they're doing, what they're setting up right now, mm-hmm. where we're at in this point in the Star Wars universe, is that um, the Empire has been dissolved, as we have seen, but they still exist in pockets, right? Mm-hmm. As we've seen in Episode Seven, Eight, and I didn't see Nine, but I heard about it. Um, but yeah, so there's pockets of. Whatever, but Thrawn is, I think, an exiled Imperial Grand Admiral that lives in deep space mm-hmm. that is amassing the Empire, like, deep out where people are starting to follow him and he's pulling it. And that's the people people really wanted to follow mm-hmm. once the Emperor died and Darth Vader went away and all that kind of stuff. He was the next one where everybody was like, oh, we got to follow him now because, you know, instead of, like, all the characters there, like Kylo Ren or whatever they were doing. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's basically just, as far as I know it, that's basically just the enemy of, that's what Thrawn is. He's the big bad, yeah. the looming bad guy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, essentially the setup for the show is Ahsoka and her former apprentice or uh, Padawan who is now, who is like a Mandalorian but is now like uh, has not been living the Jedi or Mandalorian life has kind of just been living as like a scoundrel on um, on the planet on what this planet uh, I forget what planet they're on uh, a Lothal or is that yeah I think that's Lothal I think is the planet it, yeah uh, which is a cool looking planet I have to say I think it looks really cool um, it's kind of like uh, it kind of looks like um, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of Saudi Arabia like it's just like a desert with like uh, no, it's not. It's got grass. Oh, that's true. Uh, I guess what yeah, it's what like ma- big open grasslands. Yeah, what makes me think of it is like the 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 big long highway system, which I thought was really cool. Yes. Um, yeah. I thought that, that was, was really cool. cool. That's something I don't think we've seen in Star Wars yet. Um, kind of reminded me of like uh, like uh, um, 
the, the, the there's like a chase sequence that happens on that that freeway, and it kind of reminded me of like the second Matrix movie. Um, but it was really cool to see, like... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. It, yes, it totally does. Yeah. It's really cool to uh, to see also, like, you know, uh, uh, fighters and stuff like that. Like, fighter... Uh, I don't know what they're called in this. Starfighters. I don't know what the... Like, those ships that they, they fly. I don't know what they're yeah. called. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cool to see them, like, you know... Like in in a like flying around like a what looks like a freeway. It's just like a different setting for Star Wars, which yeah, I thought I was like really that. Cool. It was ref- it was refreshing because yeah. I'm sick and tired of going to Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. I'm I love how sick. like they started out being like, "This is the most unimportant planet in the galaxy." I'm like, actually, yeah, exactly. I think if you'll if you look through this, it is the most important yeah. planet in the galaxy. One for might some think it's the reason. only planet based on these movies, yes. <laughs> basically, because y'all don't can ever like get a budget enough to go film anywhere else, but the freaking desert yeah um um yeah no i film in utah (laughs) just just something anywhere like (laughs) anywhere but the desert yeah so it's um yeah so it's ahsoka her former padawan and then uh her friend uh i guess who works who's played by um mary elizabeth winstead who's like a she's a pilot as well but like she works Mm -hmm. She's like a, well, she's a general in the uh, the like the New Republic yeah, army. Yeah, so or she whatever. works for the New Republic. Ahsoka is kind of like a not really affiliate. She's affiliated, but she's not really one. She kind of bounces in and out. Right. She does her own thing. Yeah, free agent. Mm-hmm. Yes, a free agent. Um, yeah, so it's basically a story about the New Republic trying to prevent or trying to prevent the return of Thrawn. And the the MacGuffin in the first couple episodes is is this map to wherever he is or whatever. And um, yeah, and it's 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 uh, they're trying to keep the map out of the hands of like the two mercenary Jedi, uh, but they end up getting the map, and you know that. And so it's yeah, it's that. Uh, this show, I will say this, man, um, it's impressing me so far. I think the the action sequences in this are really good. Um, so far, um, I loved the opening. Uh, I love the assault on on the prison ship thing that you know Ray that Stevenson cool. and the and, and and home chick are. are Killing everybody. I loved yep, all that. that. Was cool. I thought that looked really great. All the lightsaber stuff is really cool so far. Um, I think there's a really good um, visual style in the first episode. Like, I love the way it's shot. Like, I love the way, like, there's certain scenes that kind of, like, have, who who directed? Let me look at who directed the first episode. Um, it was Dave Filoni. Okay. Yeah. I love... There's certain things done in this show that I think are like cinematic, and I think uh, that some of that is lost sometimes in these uh, Star Wars shows because they just have to get it done. But like, yeah, there's the sequence where like Ahsoka is like uh, on the the at, at the old ruins of the Dathomir, or whatever, and she's like trying to find the key, and it literally like is, is like a sequence of her like you know basically solving like some kind of like puzzle thing to like unlock yeah, it really in the like ruins. That. And it just and they they sit in that. It's not just like she walks in and it's like yada 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 cut around and she does she does it. No, it's like she takes comes time. in scans it with the force and goes, oh that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, she takes time to go to each thing and figure it out. And they really just sit in that. And I think that does a really good job of creating like atmosphere and stuff like that. Um, and then when she's confronted by those droids outside, I think all of that is done really really well. Um, the fight scene is great. Yeah, I, I, I think this show is well done. The weakest part of it for me, again, is like, all of this matters because you know these characters. And I'm like, I don't. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I think and the I know, show is well like, done. 
Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is, again, it's one of those, it's not for me, and I realize I haven't kept up, so I haven't done my homework. Right. It's like the guy that, you know, my favorite like review that I like to harp on a lot is the guy that came in at uh, Infinity War, and he was like, <laughs> they take no time introducing the characters, they expect that you're supposed to know exactly who everybody is, and the guy that reviewed, like, responded was like, yeah, there's been like 20 years of this, have you not kept up? Like, that's on you, bud. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, anyway, yeah. Yeah, this I don't want to be that guy. No, you're fine. I think this show really could have used in maybe I go back and forth on this, but I think it could have used You know what could have used? What? One of the one of the one of the the, the typesets. Yeah. Oh, well there was. So it could have Oh, oh there was? There was a short there was a brief one at the beginning of the first episode. No, no, you need the a long explanation like like i'm sorry after what we had ahsoka needs a long crawl yeah like, we just need a little like uh-huh yeah i remember uh-huh. taking oh, no- yeah uh-huh. i remember okay. taking note uh-huh. of that and being okay like, got it uh-huh got it okay great yeah i remember taking note of that and being like oh there's a there's a, yeah. a, a <laughs> there's a crawl on there's a text crawl on this one uh which which tip isn't typical for the marvel sh- or the, excuse me the star wars shows but they did have one. It was very brief, and it was in red font instead of blue, which I noticed as well. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. yes, but I think what this show could have used is a as a more yes a more um, a more in detail previously on basically like here's here's the yeah. what's going on here's who Thrawn is and it, it does a brief version of that. But I think we could have done a a, a longer more in depth version of that. It expects you. Mm-hmm. To have kept up with Star Wars mm-hmm. the way everybody's been excited about Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, honey, yeah. Star Wars has not been exciting for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but as a former Star Wars kid that used to have the planets memorized and locations and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff, like, no, I haven't been interested in that in a while. And the reason is, is because it got stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, I you know, agree. episodes one, two, and three are not prize winners. Yeah. <laughs> And then when you build off of that and you're like, oh, yeah, Anakin's going to be around. I was like, that whiny bitch. Like, mm-hmm. why would I ever want to watch a show surrounded, like, that revolves around him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With your lackluster CGI at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's why I'm just like, you got to You can't just be like, oh, the old fans will pick up on this. Like, no, no, no. You got to give us a little primer. And and, I, and I'll read I'll read it because I want to know what's going on. But I would also appreciate them redoing it and just doing, like, a crawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, I would I would encourage you to keep watching the show. I think the the second two I will. second the second two episodes do not disappoint. I think they're they're also great. Oh, I will. I want to watch the show. I, I liked it. I like I like her as a character. She's yeah. very intriguing to me. I'm like, okay, what's going on with you? Yeah, um, I love the dual lightsaber thing. I think that's great. Um, they do some really cool mm-hmm. stuff with that. Um, I love that sequence where she's fighting the droids and she's surrounded and she cuts a hole and falls down and like it <laughs> cuts a hole under the other. T- it's really inventive stuff that they're doing that like feels different and doesn't feel like we've seen all this before. You know, it feels more what a Jedi is supposed to be like. Yes. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And that's my problem. Is mostly it's been like. Well, we're going to big like we have big swords because the idea in the original trilogy, I don't know if you know this, George Lucas told them that they're supposed to be heavy, like big broad swords. Mm-hmm. So they're like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, but how does that like block laser bolts and, you know, yes. like blaster fire yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it's like as it's gone, they've gotten faster and faster and they've learned that it needs to be more like a martial arts, you know, katana kind of wielding like speed thing. Right. And so they're starting to reflect that. And I'm like, that's cool, because the way I always imagined Jedi in my mind was more like. 
ninjas ver- ninjas mixed with knights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. They're like they're really fast and hard to hit and they've got this sword that'll cut you in half and oh, it's terrifying. Yep. And you never quite know where they are cuz they can like hide themselves from your mind. Yep. Mhm. Like ah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah. That's I think the the Je- yeah the Jedi stuff, the combat stuff in this has been realized really well. Um, yeah, I, I I like the show. It like, makes it, me excited. Yeah, yeah me too. Me yeah. too. Go ahead. Sorry, no, I was no, gonna say. No, you're good. Go say, for it. I'll say something after. Oh, I was gonna say it makes me excited for the Knights of the Old Republic stuff that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Like the movies, or I think they're making a movie, or they're making a mm. show, or something like that. It's making me excited because that's where I'm. One, I'm like. Take the time, mm-hmm. choreograph lightsaber fights, mm-hmm. bring us what we want. I want to see good, dramatic, cool lightsaber fights. Like fully martial arts choreographed, fully realized, take the time. I know it takes the, it, it takes money and it takes time. Do it. People will be, if you do that, that's what people want to see. They want to see Jedi, hot Jedi on Jedi action. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. uh, yeah, I think the cast is really good in this. I think every everybody so far uh, is really good. Uh, it was nice yeah. to see uh, Clancy Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, back he's in all, I always love it when he pops up, man. Yeah, whenever he pops up, it's it's always great. Um, that gravelly voice of his, yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, well, you never. All right. <laughs> um, Rosario Dawson's good in this. All the all the uh the, all the other uh, main characters are really good. It's a it's a predominantly mm-hmm. female cast, which is really cool. Yeah, super cool. Um, Ray Stevenson is also good in this. Um, yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's good so far. So uh, I like the droid. I like uh, what's his name as the droid. Uh, David Tennant is David the Tennant. voice of the droid. David uh, Tennant in anything, yeah. I will watch. Mm-hmm. I love David. I'm a David Tennant fan. Yeah, I like that droid design too. I think that's a cool looking design. Super fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I like, like how this. he has like a sort of like a. I think he has like a utila kilt almost. Yeah, where it's like a like it's a thing, but it's got pockets in it. Uh-huh. And he's just it's like oh, what do you got in there? Yeah. Um, got a tablet for writing. What you got in there? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Ooh, binoculars. I, those are handy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm looking anyway. forward to the rest of this. Um, I think I don't. Not sure how many episodes of this show we're getting. My guess is probably eight. Um, yeah, maybe six it or says eight. Eight episodes right now okay. on IMDb. Okay. Yep. Let me. Let me see. It's a good number. Yeah, eight. Okay. Good. So we got five more coming. Oh, oh my great. God. This, the last episode for uh-huh. this show comes out on October 3rd. Uh-huh. Loki starts October 6th. They yeah, literally do not give like <laughs> any sort of No like, time to breathe. Keep the train moving down the track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. We're, oh, we're, we're still being bombarded. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, Ahsoka is good uh, so far. Yeah. Um, if you were on the mm-hmm. fence about watching it, I would say watch it. Um, it's good so far. Uh, I would too. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's I'm looking forward to seeing more of it and seeing how it expands. I yes. will say that. Me too. All right, man. Anything else before we get out of here? Nope. Just give me more Andor. That's all I want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, give me more <laughs> of that. Um, give me more of that Andor though. Yeah. All uh, right, man. People can find you online. Yeah. You can find me around. All right. You can find me at Asan Made It on uh, social media, and you can find uh, episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular. Um, Derek, thanks so much again for joining me this week, and we will see y'all next week. <laughs>